Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, November 6. A Canadian hedge fund that was served a temporary order by the Ontario Securities Commission has been placed into receivership. Trainer Ridge Capital Inc. was told to stop operations as the regulator investigated concerns about its finances, with $85 to $95 million reportedly owed to broker firms from a series of failed trades. The firm was shaken by the sudden death of its founder, Christopher P. Callahan, its UDP and CCO, and the OSC order prohibited all trading in any securities by or of the firm and in the securities of the TR1 funds it manages. On Friday, November 3rd, the Ontario Superior Court of Justice made an order appointing Ernst & Young as receiver and manager over the affairs of Trainer Ridge Capital and the funds it manages. There's no question that it's in the best interests of the trainer stakeholders to appoint a receiver. Simply put, there's no one in charge of the company right now, Justice Barbara Conway said in the order. The OSC had sought the appointment of a receiver and manager to ensure the best interests of trainers, investors and creditors are protected given recent events at the firm and to bring stability to its operations. A spokesperson for the Toronto Police Service said that Callahan's death isn't considered suspicious in nature and they are not investigating. Bloomberg reports that lawyers for Trainer Capital, Macmillan LLP, had found a business continuity plan which stated that Callahan was the firm's only key personnel. William Chiz, the firm's managing director, focused mostly on sales and marketing, said he had not made any trades while at the firm. The continuity plan said that he, along with Callahan's brother, were authorised to carry on the business or wind it down in the event of the founder's death. Council Portfolio Services is giving Canadian investors two new investment solutions as part of its IPC Private Wealth Visio pools. The Toronto-based subsidiary of Investment Planning Council Inc. is aiming the new pools at mass affluent investors and will pick a concentrated selection of the global equities that are the best ideas of their respective equity managers. There's also a laddered bond strategy for income and stability and selected ETFs for added diversification. The firm is also launching Council US Growth Equity, a new component fund that will be available on a standalone basis and will be an underlying fund for Council's turnkey portfolios. More Canadian consumers and businesses are struggling with their finances to the point of filing for insolvency, but there will be many more heading in the wrong direction. According to the official stats released Friday by the Office of the Superintendent of Bankruptcy, insolvencies in September 2023 were up almost 16% year-over-year, with consumer filings up 15% and business filings up 40%. The 12-month stats reveal a 22% increase to September 30th, 2023, compared to the same period a year earlier. This included a 21.5% rise for consumer insolvencies, with consumer proposals up 29% and bankruptcies up less than 1%. Proposals made up 74% of all consumer filings. For businesses, insolvencies were up 37% for the period. Quarter-over-quarter figures show a 2.4% decline, but the total was still 18% higher than a year earlier. Month-over-month data shows a less than 1% increase overall. An average of 331 Canadians filed for insolvency each day in the third quarter, a total of 30,471. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, why Japanese stocks are growing now and could keep growing long term. Canadian ETF flows increased in October as focus broadened from money markets. And it's a new ball game. Retirement thought leaders speak out. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.